Hey, I'm Hannah. And I'm Violet. And this is the Prone to Wander podcast. Welcome back. Um, today we have a guest, which is like really exciting. Um, her name is Grace. That, there she is. Do you have to look at your notes? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking. That's Grace. Uh, say hi. Hey. Okay, yeah, that's her. Um, we met Grace through like some church events. She was our group leader for like uh, a college age ministry group um last semester and it was really fun and um she has like uh, a really good story and she shared us with, shared it with us and we would like to share it with like all of you guys because it was really good um yeah so yeah have, like, so like the topic for today is like grief mm-hmm. and grace has a cool testimony that deals a lot with grief uh, so we just wanted to ask her a few questions about that, if she'd like uh, to share that with us. So no, she said no, and then she said <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what if she I was like... don't want to share. I'm just here for nothing. <laughs> yeah, uh, actually, I'm really uncomfortable with that. <laughs> yeah, you'll want to talk about, like, Kanye and Jeffree Star instead. Um, <laughs> so, um, Grace, do you want to tell us a little bit of your testimony and what your story is with grief? Like, what is your relationship to grief? Yeah, for sure. Um, so just like a super quick overview of my testimony. Um, I didn't grow up in like a Christian household necessarily. Um, but we did end up at a Christian school, um, which was super, super beneficial. Uh, and within all of this, um, crazy life and just being young and Mm -hmm. being at a Christian school, um, I ended up accepting the Lord um, as my Savior and being saved. Amen. But I never really lived it out. I didn't know how to live it out. I didn't go to church. The the extent of me learning about Christ was through my school. And to be completely honest, they did a very poor job of um, just teaching about the Lord in general and especially explaining how to have a relationship with Him. Mm. Um, So once I hit high school, that's when grief really, really hit. Um, my so you didn't go to church that entire time. You were only going to school. I would go to Wednesday night church every once in a while. Okay, um, but it wasn't a uh, consistent thing or something that really affected my life. I'd go to like mm-hmm. church camps sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. But again, it was like more of like those Jesus highs, and then as soon as yeah. you leave, it's like yeah, you mm-hmm. know. So you didn't really have, like, an environment that taught you how to have a relationship with Christ. Right, right. So, yeah, it was just a, I thought I knew what I was doing, and looking back, I absolutely did not. Yeah. And I really didn't have a relationship with the Lord. Um, But, yeah, so my freshman year, that's when, (laughs) I kind of make it a joke and say that's when everybody in my life started dying, but, like, (laughs) likely true, for being completely honest. Yikes. Um, Just within the... um, first five months of 2015 if I was a freshman yeah um four people one being a dog but still Aww. um passed away oh, wow. and we were just traveling back and forth through to hospitals um mm-hmm. one in Lexington one in uh oh somewhere else but <laughs> far away. um the opposite direction of Lexington yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so that my first experience with grief was my freshman year whenever my basketball and softball coach passed away. Oh, wow. And he had been my coach since fourth grade. Uh-huh. And um, it was super unexpected. Like, he wasn't sick or anything. It just kind of happened. Um, and it didn't, whenever I first found out, it didn't hit me until we got to um, his funeral. Even at his visitation, it didn't hit me. I was just like, hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then the funeral happened, and I, like, remember sobbing, like, Mm -hmm. bad afterwards, and it, like, really hit me. Um, But we didn't really do anything to, like, deal with it. It was just kind of, oh, it happens. Okay, cool. No, like, uh, no, like, counseling for the softball team or anything like that? Nope. Um, He was the only reason I was playing softball. I like softball, but um, I wasn't 
like really good at it or anything. And mm-hmm. I didn't have any friends on the team. I was really only playing for him. So whenever he passed away, I didn't play that year. I I quit until my senior year, um, and I just like had a comeback season. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so that happened, um, and then my grandma passed away at the end of April and then we had to put my dog down on the day of her funeral <laughs> oh my god on the same day mm-hmm. oh that is yikes and then a week later my grandpa passed away oh wow so was it the, uh, the same one or the opposite my grandma on my mom's side my grandpa on my dad's side mm. um yeah so that happened. so both your parents were grieving at that time yeah. as well yes mm. um my grandma's we was a little bit easier just because she was in hospice, so we like you knew, we knew it was going to happen. Was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so that one was easier to um, comprehend, I guess. Uh, where with my grandpa, he had been in the hospital for a long time and just having a bunch of surgeries and stuff, and in he was in rehab, and so they were like, "Oh, he's doing much better. We're going to send him to the hospital back in his hometown." Like the day that they got there. He passed away. That's so scary. I always get like so nervous when like people are in the hospital and they're like, "Oh, they're doing better now," because it's always like that for yeah. me. Like they're always like it, they're yeah. doing better, and then all of a sudden they're like not. And that's the thing is mm-hmm. that happens a lot of times. Is it's that little last hurrah before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. My grandma was on hospice. They were like, "She's doing better," but like, uh, don't get your hopes up mm-hmm. because she's pro- it's probably not going to last because that happens yes. often. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so within all of high school a few more people passed away um not all of them were super significant to me um but that doesn't make it any less hard because you're still watching other people grieve Mm -hmm. especially like your parents yeah and with me like i could go to a funeral of somebody that i don't even know and i will sit there and bawl my eyes out just because I know what it's like to actually grieve and see mm-hmm. other people do it. I wish that I could do it for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Other people crying always makes me cry too. Yeah. And so, you know, there's that whole grief process, even though you're not necessarily grieving the person you're grieving for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, but my senior year of high school, my 18 year old cousin passed away in a car wreck. She was only a month older than me. So mm-hmm. that one hits our family super, super hard. Wow. And, um, I remember going to her funeral and, you know, I've never been to a funeral where so many people show up. Like there was a line out the door for mm-hmm. like wrapped around the building. It was ridiculous. Um, small town and stuff, but mm-hmm. it was like everybody showed up. But they just talked about um, all that she did for the kingdom while she was here in her short time on earth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it got me think that was like a defining moment in my relationship with the Lord where the Lord was like, Pfft. Girl, if you don't step it up, like, you're not, like, you're just not living the life that I want you to live. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do about it? And I was like, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so um, it took me about 10 months to actually take that step to get my life on track with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was when I joined uh, Southeast and College Age Ministry. So that was, and like, your first experience like real experience with church like going to church um regularly. for the most part yeah yeah um the first consistent mm-hmm. step of the church yeah yeah um but my i would say my first year was learning how to have a genuine relationship with the lord and then my second year was applying it mm-hmm. and my second year was where the lord was like okay you haven't grieved we're gonna do it and i was like hmm no, we aren't. And he was like, <laughs> you thought, yes, you are. And the whole month of October of 2019. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was, it was awful. Um, it was the anniversary of my cousin passing away mm-hmm. um, at the end of that month. And even if you, like, aren't thinking about anniversaries of people's deaths, your body remembers it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just i don't know how to explain it it's it's true that's like a neurological like scientific thing that's just anniversaries like Mm -hmm. remind your body what happened like yeah yeah trauma and stuff that you've been through exactly the trauma of it um so my body was reacting and i was just like having awful anxiety and i just didn't know why 
Um, but also the guy that I was dating at the time was, uh, had just stopped talking to me. So that was sad. <laughs> that was super fun. Then um, ghosted you while you were dating? Hmm? Like ghosted you while you were dating? It was like, okay, so like, whatever, this is a whole story. We weren't like <laughs> dating, dating, we were talking, but like we were talking for way too long for it to not It was be like dating. basically dating. Exactly. Um, on the precipice of dating. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that happened. And then somebody who I thought was my best friend at the time decided to try and start drama between me, her, and him. And I was like, we ain't doing that. So I dropped Way her. too old for that. Exactly. Exactly. And so it, we had had a very rocky friendship anyway. So it wasn't a big deal for me to drop her, for being completely honest. But it's still a friendship that you're, that you're yeah. losing. Mm-hmm. And um, you grieve that friendship as exactly, well. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So and the person that stopped talking to you. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh, wow. So that was happening, and um, other friends that I had just didn't know how to handle grieving Grace because I'm not, like, a super emotional person, mm-hmm. and for them to, like, see me crying, like, every day is, like, oh, my gosh, what do we do? We do? I don't know how to handle this. Especially when you're, like, crying or you're, like, upset about something that happened, like, last year or, yes. like, a couple years ago mm-hmm. because people are just, like, well, uh, that was a while ago. Like, you should be over it by now. Yeah. And that's the thing. Or it shouldn't be hitting you this hard right now. Exactly. And that's the thing is people don't, if you've never genuinely experienced grief, you don't realize that it is a lifelong thing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not something that's just going to go away. You're going to have your good days. You're going to have your bad days. Um, But there's that constant feeling of missing them. And there's, Mm -hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that. That's a good thing that you're Mm -hmm. missing them. Um, But yeah, especially for people that have never experienced grief. They have no clue. And so they, yeah. they genuinely don't know how to help. But luckily, my uh, group leader at the time, she is literally built for grieving people. It's <laughs> like She works in the grief counseling, or volunteers in the grief counseling at Southeast. Amazing. Um, yeah, and she she's just the best person I've ever met. Um, but <laughs> within the first few days of knowing her, I had just like... I felt like a nun or a lifetime. Mm. And she made the biggest impact on my life, especially in that grieving time. Like, if I hadn't had her, I don't know if I would have genuinely let myself grieve, even even though the Lord was, like, making me grieve. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't have taken advantage of it. Um, so she definitely helped in that. Um, how, did, how do you think she helped you the most? Was she just, like, able to sit there and listen, or... Yeah, it was, like, a... And this is going to sound kind of funny. Um, like, giving me permission to feel the way that I feel. Mm. You know? Um, I think... I don't know if I, like, ever had the thought in my head of, you know, this is weak, like, you shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. I don't think that I ever had that thought. But... I just think that... It was an attitude in your heart. It was like um, I needed to be strong for others. Mm-hmm. When not necessarily true. Mm-hmm. There's a time and a place and this isn't it. Like, you're grieving just as much as everybody else is grieving. So, um, it was that permission of, okay, you need to deal with this. And this is the ways that you can handle it. Um, and, yeah, she was just... She was the best. And... That process was... Grieving is an ugly, ugly process. Mm-hmm. Like, it's hard. You don't want to do it, but, like, you, you have to. You can't yeah. just ignore it. And um, it was a really lonely time. Like I said, my friends didn't know how to handle it. It was mm-hmm. not something that we really... We don't talk about those things at home ever. We just... I don't know. We just don't do it. And um, at the same time, it was like... Um, the Lord wasn't there, but he totally was. It was just, um, I was so in my feelings, like everything was based on feelings at that Mm -hmm. point in my life. Mm -hmm. And that's not how you have a relationship with the Lord is based on feelings. And that's a whole nother topic. But if you are basing your relationship with the Lord on feelings, like that's up to you and you only. Yeah. It's just like any other relationship, like here on earth, like with a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a friend, like, you're not always going to, like, have the best feelings about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, things People, are going to happen. Yeah. But you have that choice of loving them anyway mm-hmm. and staying committed to them anyway. Um, and it's the same thing with your relationship with the Lord. You have to stay committed regardless. And that was, like, a huge thing that Adrian, my leader, would tell me all the time. It's like, 
grace. Like you are doing what you are supposed to be doing, regardless of whether it feels like it or not. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you know, and it wasn't what I wanted to hear. I wanted a, uh, a an answer, a way to get out of it. And mm-hmm. that was my way to get out of it was doing what she said. It just didn't feel like it at the time, you know, mm-hmm. back to feelings. Not fe- Feelings aren't bad. It's just you can't base everything off feelings because feelings fail you. Um, yeah. But within all of that, not that I've mastered grieving by any means, (laughs) but um, this 2020, and I think everybody would say this, is just a year of grief. Yeah. Um, My mom was put in the hospital from March until July. Wow. Yeah. During some of the worst of it, too. Mm -hmm. So you couldn't, like, see her? Mm -mm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we weren't allowed to go see her. Uh, There was one place where we could talk to her through a window. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, um, Romeo, Romeo, yeah, no. <laughs> um, it wasn't like death grief. Mm-hmm. It was a completely different grief. Um, a little more subtle kind of, mm-hmm. it, I don't know. It was just different. I don't know how to explain it. Cause it's not like you're losing anything. Granted, there was a point where they were like, mm, y'all need to prepare yourselves. You just like, couldn't oh. see her. <laughs> yeah. And you don't know what's going to happen. Exactly. And it's your mom. Yeah. And there was a lot of it where she was under sedation for so long and sedation, like, messes with your brain. Right. So mm-hmm. there was a solid point where, like, she didn't know what the heck she was talking about. And mm-hmm. was just saying all kinds of crazy stuff. Oh, that's hard. Um, and, again, that's a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. But I had this weird peace about everything. Mm. And, I, like, I literally didn't know. Like, people were, like, asking me how I was doing. And I was like, I don't know. I'm doing good. <laughs> and I'm like, they're like, um are you sure like, yeah like i i recognize everything that's happening um and yeah we're lonely we're in the house and like it's weird and we aren't allowed to talk to anybody but i just have this weird piece about it and i know that it was fully the lord just like you know saying regardless of what happens like i remain the same i am the same um now and forever i will never fail um, yeah. So how was that piece? Um, how was how were you able to differentiate that from the uh, maybe the pushing down of the feelings mm-hmm. you were having before the pushing away the grief? Yeah, um, pushing it? pushing it away was fully my doing. Mm-hmm. Um, where the piece, like I had no clue where it was coming from because I wasn't doing anything to mm. to try and fix or like make myself feel better. It was just happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are some times where you just know that it is the Lord. Like there is yeah. no if ands or buts about it. Like there's nothing on earth that could do this or make me feel this way. Mm-hmm. And it has to be the Lord. And that was one of those things. Um, and there was a, it's my favorite verse, but the verse that really like held me together that whole time, um, was, uh, Philippians four, um, 11 through 13. Uh, let me find it and I'll read it. That would be great. Uh-oh. Do you have a uh, service here? Um, I can look it up. Yeah, I would say I can look it up for you if it's not working. It's like staying in Proverbs. <laughs> but it's staying <laughs> it's a good, That's a good, uh, good thing, too. Um, but not the thing we're looking for. Philippians 4. Oh, okay. I know where I have it. Ah, it's doing the same thing to me, only it's in Matthew. Philippians. I I almost bought my Bible in and then I didn't. I was like, oh, it's fine. I'll just. Philippians 4, what is it? 11 through 13. Oh, you have your actual Bible here too. Violet? Yeah, I do, but I figured this would be faster. Probably. Uh, So do you want me to read it since I have it? Yep. Okay. I don't say this out of need, for I have learned to be content in whatever circumstances I am. I know both how to have a little and I know how to have a lot. In any and all circumstances, I have learned the secret of being content. Whether well-fed or hungry, whether in abundance or in need, I am able to do all things through him who strengthens me. That's so good. Amen. Uh, If I could find it, (laughs) if it gets a load. Um, I like the message version Mm -hmm. um, because... It puts it more in, like, a now. I can read that, too. Uh, um, I don't know how to explain it. It's just, like, a more modern way of saying it. Yeah. And um, 
I don't know. I just, it was just something that was constantly being spoken over me. Um, Okay, yes, message. I'm less familiar with how this works. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I'm glad in God, far happier than you would ever guess. Happy that you're again showing such strong concern for me. Not that you ever quit praying and thinking about me. You just had no chance to show it. Actually, I don't have a sense of needing anything personally. I've learned by now to be quite content, whatever my circumstances. I'm just as happy with little as with much, and with much as with little. I've found the recipe for being happy, whether full or hungry, hands full or hands empty. Whatever I have, wherever I am, I can make it through anything in the one who makes me who I am. I don't mean that your help didn't mean a lot to me. It did. It was a beautiful thing that you came alongside me in my troubles. I really like that too. Uh, I like the hands full or hands empty. Mm-hmm. I like yeah, that. That's, that sounds pretty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just reiterates the fact that like um, things here on earth are never going to satisfy you. Things will always fail you. Mm-hmm. Whether it's people leaving you on purpose or leaving you um, by the inevitable death. Yeah. You know? um, it's still a failure like we're in a fallen world that's just how it is mm-hmm. um but something that ashley we said um in services past week um she said sometimes we don't know that god is all we need until god is all we have Church, oh. we have all that we need and that is so beyond true like yeah um you know in quarantine like we didn't have anything mm-hmm. you know we're home what else are we gonna do mm-hmm. like I don't know I just live there there's a verse oh gosh I should <laughs> the reference but you know uh being prayer cons- like constantly constantly praying being yeah um, yeah yeah I know what you're talking about yeah and pray without ceasing yes yes um and that's like how I live you know constantly saying prayers and Whenever I'm in my car, that's when I pray. I love being in my car because I, I pray, pray in my loud. car too. Um, yeah, which I can pray out loud anywhere, but it's just it's easier when you're alone. <laughs> well, almost. It's like I don't care to pray in front of people if like we're praying together, but I'm not gonna like pray by myself out loud like in front of people. You know? Yeah. Um, my grandpa does that like to himself <laughs> in front of people. <laughs> that's uh, different. Yeah, he'll he'll be like, <laughs> I don't, I don't, he's like. uh how's he like <laughs> I, I don't know if I should say it but he's like he's like Lord I'm really done um, on earth I would really oh. like to go home now <laughs> oh my god hey he wants me with the Lord hey and you know uh, I heard somebody talking about this the other day I don't remember uh, where but oh yeah I do it's, it's also in Philippians <laughs> chapter 1 and uh, Paul is saying you know Lord I so badly want to be with you but you are calling me to be here on earth mm-hmm. and here now. And so mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to do. And whenever you call me home, I will be glad, mm-hmm. you know. But so Philippians is just good for grief. Philippians is my favorite. Yeah. It's so good. Um, <laughs> Did you see that TikTok? It was to that verse, but like it was the TikTok sound where the girl's like, I cannot wait to die. Honestly, I cannot wait to die. <laughs> I did see that. It, it, there's not a lot of good Christian TikToks, but that was, that was, that one was funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it's true. Like if we're Christians, that's like... It's kind of how we are. Like, look, mm-hmm. we are ready to come home, but like, we want to share the gospel with more and more people so that more and more people can come home with us. Mm-hmm. Amen. And, um, you know, that plays an even bigger part in grieving because you're losing people. Like, God, I want all of these people that I'm grieving to be up in heaven with me and mm-hmm. with you. And, um, you know, it just puts more of an emphasis for me to share the gospel more and more and just disciple people. Um, and then, you know, this is kind of just reiterating what I said earlier, you know, grieving for people. And Cam, we lost two people within right. a month or two. Yeah. And, uh, very different circumstances, but regardless, hard grieving. And mm-hmm. Were you close to either one of those people? Um, not really, but the impacts that they had on other people mm-hmm. had big impacts on me. Mm-hmm. Um, because of the way that they poured into others, those people poured into me mm-hmm. and um i knew of them i had conversations a handful of conversations with each of them but um 
like I said, it was more grieving for other people. Mm. And before Jared, one of them, um, he was in the hospital before he passed away. And we were doing prayer nights and stuff for him. And I was like, I literally don't know. Like, I barely know this kid. And I'm, like, sobbing. (laughs) And it just, like, I had to recognize the fact that it was me wanting to grieve for other people. Yeah. See, that's something I have a hard time with. Uh, Whenever I'm at a funeral and, like, and I'm not super close to the person or I've already gone through a lot of my grieving or if or maybe i'm putting it off a little bit Mm -hmm. but if i'm not grieving at the time right i feel very uncomfortable with everyone else around me like i don't know how to connect with that i think i almost come at it from a way of um i would rather do it for them because i don't want them to do it the way that i did it Mm -hmm. right and because (laughs) it's so much worse to put it off it it's not fun either way mm-hmm. but it's so much worse to put it off um than it is to do it right then and there yeah. and um and it was an unnecessary anxiety for me to to think that that's the way that they would do it that they would be like me that's so powerful mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. um you know i had to call myself on that and be like you literally don't know how what they're gonna do so shut up and just yeah. like let yourself live yeah Yeah. it's like good to be empathetic but it's like a dangerous game to start trying to feel for people yes yeah Yeah. it's a hard balance to find um but especially after that happened like i'm finding more of a balance that's good yeah yeah okay so we have more questions (laughs) um so who or like what do you turn to for comfort when you're going through like grief or like just like a difficult season yeah um um, currently, um, you know, not to be cheesy about turning the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Um, Amen. So we should do. Yeah. And it, I don't know. That's just the first place we need to run to because like mm-hmm. I said, like he's the only one that's not going to fail us. Mm-hmm. Um, but after that, you know, you're going to the word, you're staying in the word. Um, there's plenty of passages of grief and like people grieving in the bible mm-hmm. um like the lord's going to speak to you through his word that's what it's there for and um also just going to godly counsel whether that's peers who i know are going to lead me um more to the lord and like encourage me to grieve or mm-hmm. um handle things that i need to handle or if it's going to mentors and leaders um just to pray over me or listen and just like (laughs) even adrian like we'll just sit and just like be in silence like sometimes just being in silence and just being with somebody like it does so much more than you think it does it's so weird people that you can be silent with Mm-hmm. And the, it's not awkward. The best kind of people. Best See, kind of that's people. That's the thing. I love silence. I could sit in silence all day long. I mm-hmm. well, I take that back. I like to talk, but I, I. You're know, not uncomfortable yeah, being, being silent. I can't really appreciate silence. If I don't have anything to say, I'm not going to force mm-hmm. myself. To say, I'm not going to put unnes- unnecessary words into the world. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's really nice when you don't feel like you have to like be anything or say anything yeah. around it around a person. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing is you you got to find your safe people. Yeah. Um, not everybody is going to benefit you as much as they want to help. I, oh my gosh, I had a friend, have a friend. She's still my friend. Um, <laughs> um, and she, too. she is so good. She wants to help so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but in my moment of grief, it did absolutely nothing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it, nothing benefited me. Um, and that was just me personally. Yeah. And and that's the thing is when if you're talking to somebody who is grieving, you cannot take things personal. Yeah. Um because you don't know how they're handling their feelings. Now if they ask for help, that's one thing. But even then you've got to be careful with what you say. It it just depends on the person. I don't know, I got thick skin, you can say whatever you want to me and I won't care. <laughs> um but grieving is a whole nother a whole nother thing. But yeah, with her, she, and she's been through grief. She she understands it. It was just not what I needed, mm. and it's just she wasn't my safe place in that moment, um, where I had other safe places. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you just got to know who your people are and who's genu- genuinely going to help you and who's going to um, actually mm-hmm. benefit you instead of just like 
you know, help you because they want to feel good that they helped you. Yeah. That's like super healthy. When I'm like having a hard time, I'm like instantly looking for distractions. I'm like, I gotta go watch TV. I gotta go spend uh, $50 at a store right now. (laughs) (laughs) And so that's how I was. And it, I don't want to go back. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're always going to slip up. It's just the way it is. Um, But the more aware, self aware you are, the better you. Um, control things and handle things and that's kind of where I'm at right now I'm like very self-aware I'm like <laughs> that's um I'm this whole next semester and like the rest of my life obviously but like really right now like I'm trying to better myself in every way that I can because I need it <laughs> bad like I'm about to start doing therapy yes I have lots of <laughs> girl I got lots of things to talk about <laughs> and you know you you've can- never been to therapy before Dang, it's all like all those people dying in your life and you've never been to therapy. I can't imagine. (laughs) See, that's the thing is like that's the Lord has put it on my heart for a long time. And I well, to be honest, I just didn't want to because why deal with bad feelings? You don't want to deal with bad feelings. Why do it? You know, Mm -hmm. Um, but ultimately you if you me oh me and Lindsay preach this to each other all the time and to like our other friends if you don't like the way your life is going you and you only have to change it Mm -hmm. you have to do something in order for change to happen it's not going to just happen and that's a word that's a word (laughs) I need to hear um, (laughs) and it is I swear to you me and Lindsay have said it to each other more times than I can count Mm mm-hmm and um <laughs> we've been telling each other all right so whenever you, when are you gonna start therapy when you start, start? <laughs> and um you know we both and you started yeah we both have crazy Amazing. schedules i just uh yeah that's um, really cool for you <laughs> getting it on track now very much i don't know i'm very excited for it where before i was just like i don't want to do this i'm not i'm gonna go and i'm gonna cry and i don't want to cry i don't cry it makes me feel gross and <laughs> Uh, I don't know. That's just me personally. Feelings nasty. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh. <laughs> but now I, I don't know. I'm excited because I uh, I want to be healthy in yeah. every way possible, spiritually, mentally, physically, mm-hmm. and that's where I'm at in life is trying to be healthy in all of the aspects, not just like one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, therapy only can really help you when you decide that you want to be helped. Anyway. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So even if I had started earlier, I don't know if it would have benefited me because yeah, I might not have. Because your mind wouldn't me. have been in that place. Yeah. yeah. I know people who spent a lot of money on therapy just to not talk to their therapist about <laughs> yeah. anything that they needed to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Better use with that hand. Yeah. So um, I can't think of where it's at, but there's a verse in the Bible that says like we Christians like grieve differently from non-believers. Mm-hmm. How would you because say? Because we have hope. And yeah. Stuff. Yeah. So what, how would you say that, um, how would you say you've grieved differently um, than maybe you did before or maybe uh, from people around you who don't, don't have the Lord, don't have the hope like that you have? Like how like God yeah, helped you? Like, how is that through. different and how has that helped you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's weird. It's weird. Um, some of my family members, I have never heard them say their stance on um, God and Jesus and relationship. Um, mm-hmm. um, Do you have family members that don't uh, constantly say their opinion? <laughs> <laughs> they they say their opinion just on specific things. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you if you were looking from the outside, um, you can totally see two different ways of grieving. Mm-hmm. Um it, it, and I don't know how to explain it. I think, like I said earlier, when people were asking me how I was doing, I was just like, the Lord is in control. And, and that's, that's my feeling. Yeah. And um, if you had asked another family member of mine, they would have been, I'm scared. Mm-hmm. I, like, I'm literally terrified that she's not going to come home. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. What, what if she dies? What do we do then? How, what do I, what do I do? I, I've never lived without her before. What do I, how do I handle that? Uh-huh. Um, and not saying that you won't have those questions, even if you are a believer, but you will have a different outlook and hope on it because 
we just talked about this in Navigate. Linda Allen came and was talking about mental health, and she said, um, you've got to stop saying what if and say if then God will. Amen. That's really good. I'm going to write that down. And I think I think uh, <laughs> that's definitely what I was doing is um, even if this happens, God will still be in control. God will still be my rock and my stronghold and yeah. not fail. Um, whatever is a part of his will will happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, that's really good. I am writing it down. Yeah. basically that question um okay yeah which which one you ask one of these i don't know what order to ask them in because i rearranged what the best order would be i have a hard time reading your handwriting sometimes (laughs) just because it's not mine it's not terrible mine mine are typed out uh no i'm good (laughs) (laughs) sorry 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 (laughs) i just didn't want to like have to like Go through your phone. You read this. You read this one because I literally don't know what that says. Great, <laughs> bring you closer to God or push you away from Him, God, and how and why? Oh, okay. Is it that hard to read? <laughs> I'm just stupid. Okay, so uh, Grace, <laughs> how would you, um, how would you counsel someone in grief? Um, like, what would you say to someone? Um, who, who's maybe like unacquainted with grief, yeah. um, and they're they're pushed into that situation. Um, what would you? And they go to you. Mm-hmm. What What do you say to them? How do you How do you counsel them through that? Um, <laughs> this is not the answer that anybody grieving will want to hear, but press into it, mm-hmm. acknowledge it, and accept it. Um, feel what you need to feel. Mm-hmm. And um, you'll you'll get to a point uh, where you will say, "Okay, what can I what can I do? I have acknowledged my feelings. Now, what do I do with them?" Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said earlier, you find your safe places, your safe people. Um, you find godly counsel who um, are just going to pour truth into you and mm-hmm. guide you through. Um, don't put it off. Yeah. It's way worse to put it off. Um, and just a reminder that it's a continual process. It, it will never stop. Mm-hmm. Um, but days get easier. Mm-hmm. You will still have your bad days where you cry and you don't want to get out of bed. And it's, it's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but there will come a point where you will see the good that came from their life and the good that um, their the impact that their life made mm-hmm. um, and that will trump the bad feelings about it mm. and especially if you're a believer and they were a believer you have that you know that you're going to see them again mm-hmm. and you know that they are in a much better place and you know everybody says that but it's it's true and yeah you have to um, really recognize truth mm-hmm. in that. Uh, I've said it a billion times. You have to replace lies with truth. And, you know, in this, you have to uh, replace those what ifs and with if then. Mm-hmm. What if. Um what if you're unsure about whether or not they were saved or maybe you're very sure that they weren't? Yeah. Um, is that yeah. is grieving that a little bit different or yeah um it it's hard it's uh, a lot harder mm-hmm. um but ultimately it's not something that you focus on mm-hmm. um for me it just makes it so much more important to be sharing the gospel mm-hmm. and being a light to those people around me um because even like pe- with people that i see every day that i know aren't believers I know that if I am showing Jesus through my actions and what I say to them, um, they're getting exposure because they know my stance and they know where I stand with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are going to see that difference in life. Mm-hmm. 
of how you grieve and where your hope is. And um, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. You, you have to take that pressure of um, saving people off of your shoulders because it's not up to you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're given free will, which <laughs> it's so good, but it's so bad. <laughs> um, I, you know, I would give anything for literally everybody on earth to be saved and to be up in heaven. Mm-hmm. But um, you can't make people want it. Yeah. They have to want it for themselves. And, um, yeah, it's hard. But You're not able to breathe life into anybody. Only God. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And you just pray that um, he is watering the seeds that are planted in their heart. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, you just have a different hope. And, and it's something that you talk to the Lord about, like, He'll give you peace and understanding um, through it all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not going to lie and say it's not harder because it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always say, you know, I don't know where they went because it's not up to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, what is the difference, would you say? You said to, to not put it off, to press mm-hmm. into the feelings. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between uh, pressing into the feelings of grief mm-hmm. and... Well, like um, wallowing and yeah and wallowing like what's the difference yeah. between the the necessary grief you need to go yeah. through and just staying there yeah that's good um like i said earlier you, if you want things to change you got to do something about it mm-hmm. and the same goes for grief um you know you let yourself feel your feelings and then you deal with them mm-hmm. um everybody deals with them different it's it's a personal thing um, but you, you do something about it. Uh, you don't let it stop life. Mm-hmm. You can't just sit there and like have pity for yourself. Mm-hmm. That's not how it works. Um, you know, we are called to, um, put others before ourselves. If we are sitting and wallowing in our self pity for like way longer than we know we're supposed to, mm-hmm. It's not benefiting you. It's not benefiting anybody around you. And I think we, I think everybody has um, the knowledge to recognize which is which. It's just a matter of want. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you have to do things that you don't want to do. Yeah. And that's, that's the harsh reality. Mm -hmm. Um, And it is something that I preach to people all the time. You have to do things that you don't want to do. Sometimes you don't want to pray. Sometimes you don't want to read the Bible. Okay. Sometimes you're stuck. It's it's the way it is. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, where are you getting your strength? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so I just say, you know, you have to recognize what you can do about it and do it, whether you want to or not. Mm-hmm. Because you know you need it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Did you have a question, Hannah? Um, there's one. I feel like she probably already answered this, but, like, um, I'm not sure... Yeah, kind of. Um, but we can ask it again, and she can give a clear answer. Um, so, Grace, did grief bring you closer to God, or push you away from God? Um, I would say it brought me closer because, mm-hmm. um, like I, the quote that I said from Ashley Beast earlier, we don't know that God is all we need until God is all we have. Mm-hmm. And um, in those times of trouble, where are you running to? Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it was, I know that um, the Lord is going to give me peace. He's the only one that's going to genuinely help me. He's going to use people around me mm-hmm. um, to help me. And um, <clears throat> yeah, it, it definitely brought me closer to him. And I, I'm so grateful for it because once you realize in those dark times that he is all you have, mm-hmm. that you let that carry over into whenever you do have things like mm-hmm. on earth, you still have him. Yeah. That doesn't slack. Everything else is extra. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's just the icing on the cake. Mm. Um, so did you have to, do you have to make a conscious decision? I'm not going to let this push me away oh, from yeah, God. For sure. For okay. sure. Um, like I said, whenever this was happening in 2019, mm-hmm. um, 
I, my leader was like, you are doing what you're supposed to do. You are in your Bible. You are praying. You are seeking godly counsel. You are worshiping him. You are doing everything that you need to do, whether you notice it or feel it. Like Mm -hmm. sometimes you're not always going to feel God's Mm -hmm. presence. Yeah. But you know that he's there because that is what is true. Mm -hmm. And, um, you have to constantly remind yourself that. Like I said, you can't base things off of feelings because feelings are temporary. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely a, a, a reminder. They it's, don't feel temporary at the time. Exactly. You think things are going to last forever. And I was just telling Hannah earlier, I was like, I'm going through so many changes in life right now. And you think that you have a solid plan of how things are going to work. Mm-hmm. And then a bomb gets thrown and mm-hmm. it's garbage. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and you have, to, you have to start from the beginning. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't think feelings are bad. I I love feelings. Feelings are great, but they're temporary. Mm-hmm. Love, you know, love is a choice. Mm-hmm. You, whenever you marry somebody, you make that choice every single day to be committed to them. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I said, it's the same thing with the Lord. You know, you're not marrying Jesus, but like. Um, you have to make that commitment to him every single day that you were going to live out his word and share his word and be mm-hmm. that light that he has called you to be, mm-hmm. um, regardless of where you stand. Um, because it's not about you. Yeah. It's fully about him. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's the reason why we're here. And, um, anything that we do for ourselves is prideful. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. That's why I like writing things down. Cause then, um, if I ever go back and read, like, things that I have written, or even, like, prayers and stuff mm-hmm. that I've written, like, at the time, that was, like, the biggest deal, yes. and I didn't think that I was going to be able to get past it, yep. and um, then, like, and then I'm like, okay, well, then, like, a couple weeks later, or a couple months later, mm-hmm. or by the next year, that was fine, or I forgot that even happened, mm-hmm. so that makes things um, easier <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> easier to things I'm going through now it makes it yes. easier when I remember all the things that God's like already brought me through. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, there's that silly saying of if it doesn't matter in five years, it doesn't matter in the next five minutes. You know. Mm. You know. Sometimes you got to deal with things in the next five minutes, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're. It's not a big deal in the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to recognize <laughs> what's. Um, worth the extra feelings mm. where I think grieving is worth the extra feelings mm-hmm. um, some things aren't <laughs> yeah but you don't want to get you don't want to pay more attention to something yes. than it's worth yeah and one more thing going back to the question that we had before of what would you say to somebody that's grieving now yeah um, remember that grieving isn't just death you can grieve Lots of things. That was going to be yeah. my next question. I was gonna, what's like? What do you think the process is for like grieving somebody who like died, or like grieving like a breakup or yep. a lost friendship or something yeah. like that, or um, just plans that you thought you were going to have? Yeah, you can call me a little crazy, and I think that I even kind of sound a little crazy um, <laughs> with what I'm about to say. I think grieving friendships and um, relationships and uh, like family relationships and things like that are almost harder Mm. because um they're still here and it was a choice to not to not yeah it was a choice like they are there and you can you can go back to to that relationship or that friendship if you want but you are choosing not to and it's hard yeah um and if you have to see that person every day or every week or something like it's rough Mm-hmm. And where, <laughs> you know, when when somebody dies, you have that closure of, okay, I'm not going to see them until I get up to heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to say one is harder than the other. I, I think for me personally, it's it's hard to see somebody all the time that I have to grieve here on earth. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's different for everybody. Yeah. Um, but you can grieve jobs. You can grieve pets like you 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 can grieve anything. you definitely grieve pets um, it's a different process for for all of them personally mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um it's something that you just have to figure out as you go along and sometimes yeah. that's how it is it's you have to do trial and error yeah what works for me um because you know i can tell you all day long what worked for me yeah and it's gonna work for like 0.1 percent <laughs> you know mm-hmm. every single person is different so there's lots of grieving processes, lots of different things to grieve about. Mm. 
we just agree in all the things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Hannah, do you have any more questions? Um, I don't think I have any more questions. Uh, Do you have any more questions? No, I don't. I just wanted to ask uh, you, Grace, is there Mm -hmm. anything you felt like you haven't said yet that you wanted to say or... Um, I don't think so. I think, I mean, unless you want to hear more stories, but, like, that's kind of unnecessary. (laughs) Um, Uh, If you you want to tell us something new through those stories, like, there's a new word. Um, No, I I think, for me, um, you know, granted... I grieved all of them at once. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it's it's a full different process for me. Um, I think if I had grieved each of them individually, um, I would have more stories. But, mm-hmm. or different um, advice? I don't know what to call it. Or variations yeah. of um, grief. Um, of different ways to grieve. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> whenever you grieve everything at once, it's, uh, it's different. Mm-hmm. So... Um, don't go about it my way. <laughs> do what you know you need to do, whether you want to or not. Because mm. it is um, worth it in the end, whether it feels worth it now. Yeah, man. Nice. I like that you said that uh, the person that, like, helped you with, like, your grief and stuff, how they just, mm-hmm. like, let you talk about it mm-hmm. and just, like, let you be sad. Because yeah. that's, like, the most helpful thing for me because I feel like a lot, especially, like, Christians are just told to, like, well, um, we have uh, hope in Jesus, mm-hmm. so like you're good. Uh, don't right. worry about it, um, right. and that's not a thing you need to cry about right. because you're fine. Um, and uh, like a lot of my friends that I have, or like people that I've talked to more recently, like I'll be like, I'm sorry, I'm upset about this thing. Like I shouldn't be upset about this thing, and they'll be like, that's a valid thing to be upset about. Yeah. Like you can be upset, and that's been like the like most helpful thing mm-hmm. for like things that I've been going through is yeah. just being like allowed to be upset about it. And that's the thing, Jesus grieved. Yeah. Like, if he can grieve, we can grieve. He grieved when he knew he was about to raise someone from the dead. Exactly. He, and he still grieved yes. about it. Yes. And yeah. I don't know. I, I, I just think it's super cool. Like, you know, sometimes you don't rem- uh, always recognize that Jesus was human. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Because, you know, um, sometimes it's hard because, you know, it's a book. Like, we, we don't, we never saw him physically yeah, we do, can't do see things, yeah. you know? But we, we trust that he did, and we know that he did because that's what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to remember, like, Jesus was tempted with everything that we were tempted with. Jesus felt everything that we felt. Like, yeah. there's nothing that we are experiencing that he hasn't experienced. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's the coolest reminder of, like, oh, my gosh, Jesus felt the way that I did. Mm-hmm. And if he can do it, like, I can do it with his strength. Mm-hmm. Because I can't do it by myself, like, without Jesus. Grieving without Jesus is a whole different process, and I couldn't tell you how to do it because I never did it. Yeah. Um, and I don't. I think if I <laughs> didn't have Jesus now, then I I don't know if I would have ever grieved. No. Yeah. Um, I would have just kept pushing it down and making things a whole lot worse. I would have been like forty and like blow up. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, people do that though. Yeah. I've seen it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, don't be that crazy forty-year-old cat woman. Who just like goes nuts because she didn't know how to grieve when she was like 18. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amen. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Not, not that you had to grieve. Right. But yeah. that you had the Lord. Yes. Um, and you are, have that cool testimony that you can like share with others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, if we don't have. Think, yeah. Anything else? Praise reports? Question mark. Praise reports? Yeah. Do you have a praise report, Grace? Hmm. From this week, or even before that, maybe. Just in uh, general. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Something you're it's thankful been a for rough the Lord. Two for. weeks of the of twenty twenty one already. <laughs> yeah. um, praise report. I am just. The Lord has just done something super cool in my life. Just into mm-hmm. the prayer. Um, that's cool. Um, I won't go into de- to details yet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah. The Lord is always moving whether we see it or not. And um, he just answered a prayer that I've been praying since like 
made. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, wow. um, I love that. So the Lord is constantly moving. We just have to recognize it, whether nice. we see it or not, or we feel it or whatever. You know, um, the Lord's always moving. Remember that. Amazing. Yeah, the Lord is not stagnant. <laughs> yes. Um, Hannah, first uh, report. Yeah. Um, I mean. Kind of. Um, kind of. Kind of. Uh, Cole doesn't have COVID. Um, nice. He got his COVID test back. So he was just sick, but he didn't have COVID. So that's uh, good. <laughs> I oh, guess. No. Have y'all had COVID? No. no. Okay. Have you? Have you? Okay. So my family thinks that I've had it and was just asymptomatic because all okay. of them have had it at some point. Did you get tested? Okay. No, I never felt sick. I like I've never I haven't had a call. I've been around a lot of, not recently, but I have been around a lot of people who had it, but I never I never got it. And I've got I've had a couple of COVID tests and they're all negative. My mom had it. I haven't even taken a COVID test. <laughs> my mom had it and a bunch of my other family members had it like in October. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. My family members have just been kinda well, almost spaced out. <laughs> when you live together it's hard not to spread things but mm-hmm. somehow i didn't get it so when my mom had covid she was like she was like offended i'm like mm-hmm. in my room like only coming out to get like water and she's <laughs> like I- i'm not gonna give you the plague and i'm like you don't know that <laughs> uh stay six feet away from me what the yeah. heck yeah yeah but yeah cole doesn't have covid so that's good because if he-, he did then i would have to get a covid test and i really don't like getting covid tested mm-hmm. um so that's a praise uh do you have anything? I feel like I have something else because I was thinking about that right before you said it about what I would say. But like, do you have any, any praise reports? Um, again, not too many details. Uh, but uh, I have been uh struggling with something, and lately I've been doing a lot better. Uh, mm-hmm. I was struggling, or am struggling. I don't want to say was like the past tense. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> over the past week it's gone uh, <laughs> I know <laughs> praise y'all I no longer struggle with sin yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am a new creation I am a new creation but not not that new this is true <laughs> um, no I'm really happy for you about that uh, yeah That's so um, also I made a cake the other day and I was very proud of it oh, yeah. it was really pretty and it tasted really good yeah um, oh the one you put on your Instagram story yeah it's cute Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm more proud of that than I've been <laughs> of anything in my entire life. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, no, not quite. Not quite. Yeah. But, but, like, but, 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 pretty kinda, <laughs> but kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, also, my uh, counseling meeting today got canceled, which uh, I didn't pray that it was going to happen. <laughs> right. I just didn't really want to go because I had forgotten about it until last night. And then I was like, I'm not prepared. Um yeah. Yeah. So I was kind of psyched. <laughs> kind of psyched. I didn't have to go. Yeah. Also, I tried an oat milk latte today, and it tasted like the same as a regular latte. Really? You think so? It's, I've only ever had one. It was at Dunkin' Donuts. Oh. But well, yeah. I think literally you could get anything at Dunkin', and it all tastes the same. I like never get anything <laughs> from Dunkin' Donuts. I think I've had one drink from there like one time, and it was an iced thing. This one was hot, and it was it was. I honestly good. don't like Dunkin' Donuts that much. I like Dunkin'. It's cheap. Yeah. It is she. That's what but I liked it, liked about it today. It depends on what story you go to, whether it's good or not. Like the one on Shelbyville Road burns our coffee every time and it's disgusting. Can't stand it. I think it's I was great. on Shelbyville Road. I don't I don't remember. It was earlier today. Um yeah, Chris I don't is know. like judging you for liking burnt coffee. Oh, I don't know. I can't remember. I liked it. Uh, but it, it used to be good. It was just a new guy I started running it i went i lived in michigan all of the uh starbucks's around us there's only like two but like all the ones around us they like they all burnt their coffee and so we were like ew all starbucks burns their coffee <laughs> yeah. and then we got here and we were like kentucky starbucks kind of not that bad um yeah. but no i because i saw there was like a chart and like a little little locally owned one in the highlands a, a, not not a starbucks a, a coffee shop i don't know what it's called though but it was in the highlands and um they had like a chart on like the environmental impact of every kind of milk Mm-hmm. And oat milk was like the one that like used least water, used least electricity, had the least emissions. Mm-hmm. And so me I and like oat milk. yeah, me and my boyfriend were like, time to try oat milk in our coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I hadn't tried it yet, but like I tried it today, and it not that bad. I and then the first that. time I tried it, it was from Quills, just a vanilla oat milk latte. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's not the best coffee I've ever had. This is probably the best coffee I've ever had. This what's, is like a what's brand. What's that? Um, Vanilla sweet cream cold brew with cinnamon dolce. 
That sounds really cool. Was that on TikTok? I don't know. One of my friends' friends works there. And I was, I wanted to know what the Irish cream that on cold brew tasted like. Irish cream, it. so good. I love the Irish cream. Her friend was like, it's not my favorite, but try this. And so I got it, and I've, I've got it way too many times. That sounds good. I really like the Irish cream. Uh, one, the Starbucks uh, in the Kroger that I work at, one of my friends who used to work in my department, she switched to Starbucks, and then she quit. But she would like just make up drinks and yeah. ask me to try them. Mm-hmm. She would have so many good things, and one of them they ended up sending to like the other Starbucks. Like It was made up at that mm-hmm. store. but like, And it's like um, uh, matcha cold foam <laughs> cold brew, and it's like matcha sweet cream on top of cold brew. And it's so good. And like then like the matcha stuff like goes into the cold brew oh, and you can like mix it up and it's amazing. I've only had matcha once and it tasted like vegetables. It tastes like green. Um, <laughs> like that one of my friends says that to you. Anything green, she's like, Yeah, it, it definitely tastes green. <laughs> Does everything green taste the same? Because I disagree, like highly. Um, but a I lot guess of green it's green whenever whenever I hear somebody say it tastes green, I think grass. Like okay, there's a, it doesn't like taste like grass. grass, but like I don't. It tastes like it looks, but like I had a I had a latte. It was like a vanilla matcha latte mm-hmm. uh, from Coffee Roasters. That was pretty good. It was my favorite because I don't love matcha, but like matcha on top of cold brew was yeah. pretty good. Mm-hmm. I want to try matcha again because we just got like plain matcha. I want so mm-hmm. so much to like I want it. To, no, you I gotta sweeten it. it. Yeah. It's so pretty, and I want to like it. I want to be, like, a matcha person. It just looks healthy. Uh, it does! Like, it, was, it just, looks healthy I to walk around the latte. Yeah. Do you I, like chai? Um, I've only tried it once, and it was in middle school, and I remember I didn't like it, but it was my school. taste buds have totally changed since middle school. Like, I was picky in middle school, and now mm-hmm. I'm, like, eating everything. I really like yeah. uh, dirty chai lattes, because, like, a little shot of espresso in it, mm-hmm. and, um, and it's a latte, so yeah. it doesn't taste like regular chai. Yeah. But... I get those all the time and they're really good because mm-hmm. it's like coffee but it doesn't taste like coffee it tastes like cinnamony tea oh oh mm. maybe I would like that then May- I'm gonna try that again mm-hmm. yeah just like chai is really good because it tastes like cinnamony tea and then chai yeah. latte is like cinnamony tea with milk in it hmm. yeah mm. highly recommend sounds so good why did I not like it in middle school what <laughs> in the world have you ever been to coffee roasters in the in the Grange um I've heard of it I've never been there Dude, it's so good. Go right after. I was gonna say, if you have time, like literally swing by. They have like the best lattes. I live in Hillview. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, and granted, I love to drive. So dri- my drive out here, I absolutely love. Like it's yeah, a pretty, it's pretty drive. Yes, and um, but I'm like 40 minutes away from here, so I I don't I'm right. Well, Do you need to get on 71 to go where you're going? Uh. If you do, it's on the way to 71. It's, um, like, straight straight down that way. Side note, I was thinking about this on the way here. Um, y'all live, or, like, this is not y'all live. I don't know where you live. This church. But, um, yeah, this church is, like, 15 minutes at most away from Camille's house. I go to Camille's all the time. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Who's Camille? Um, the college-age pastor, connections yeah. pastor. Oh, okay. I, okay, cool story. Right before I came here, I was at, uh, she... She goes to this church. We were working on library stuff. Uh Um, Her name's Sharon. But I was at her house, and I'd never been there before. Um, Her neighborhood is right across the street from um, Lindsay's neighborhood. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, small world. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and uh, freaking Lexi's um, boyfriend's sister... Or whatever. Yeah, she <laughs> goes, goes here, here now, and uh, yeah, her 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 bridal shower is going to be at Sharon's house. Our... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, her her uh, almost sister in law mm-hmm. person who she <laughs> loves. Yeah. Almost uh, sister in law person. Almost sister in law person slash best friend. Yeah, she she goes here. Um, she goes no, to our, really she goes to our Sunday school. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, her her bridal shower is going to be at Sharon's house. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, um, I don't know if the 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 whole internet cares about our small world things. <laughs> I, don't know. I like hearing stuff like this on the podcast, but I don't know if anybody else does. I like I hearing know. people just just be talking. Um, but yeah, we know. can talk and not record it as well. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but uh, yeah, so if no one else has anything left to say <laughs> on the topic of 
grief or praise reports. I'll think of something after I leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you can come back. Yeah. We won't be opposed to coming back. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, and stay blessed and highly favored. Bye. See y'all later. Bye. Bye. Above.